I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Our spit is incredibly complex for a substance made of 99% water. It contains a genetic code that reveals the real you. And that DNA in your spit can also reveal meaningful insights about your health that could change everything. What would you do if you knew you were at a higher likelihood of developing a particular disease? Join 23 different iHeart podcast hosts as they explore their own health discoveries in the new season of Spit. Listen to Spit on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Head over to our Instagram, our Twitter, our Facebook, that's at GossipGaze, or email us, GossipGazePod at gmail.com. And just because Billy got the socials wrong, it's actually at the Gossip Gaze pod. Oh, what did I say? At Gossip Gaze. It's not the, it's at Gossip Gaze pod. There's no the. Let's do all that bit again because we're so professional and we've done nearly 100 shows and we still don't know our own handles. Yeah. <laughs> the Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. This week on the Gossip Gaze podcast, Billy kicks off the show with an admission. Danny's dishing out some advice for sunburnt genitals. And we've got a listener's letter from a potential five-fingered thief. I don't know what tune that was. <laughs> it's meant to be the Pink Panther. Now, I... Before we kick off the show, yeah, um, I need to make a public apology. What for? On the podcast, have I've you said been something? Sp- I've been spreading rumors, spreading lies, spreading fake news. I said on last week's show, and I've had a lot of hate for it, that Jesse J moved to Bury in Manchester with Channing Tatum, and after some research, I've looked into it. I've um. I've done proper research here and I found out that it's actually Bury St Edmunds, which is in Suffolk, and they've moved into like a million pound mansion down there. So right, she, so she's it's not, not living in a council house. No, not a council <laughs> flat in Bury, no, it's a mansion in Suffolk. <sighs> right, well I think that's the first time we've ever issued an apology at the top of the show. How's well, your week been, girl? I've been alright. Um... Something crazy happened tonight. Uh, we was having us tea, and my sister FaceTimed, and I heard on the phone. She said, um, "My mucus ball has uh, dropped out," and I was like, "What is a mucus ball?" And then my mum was like, 
phoned my grandma and was like, oh, Holly's having a show. And I think it's when the baby starts to show or like you can feel the baby through the vagina. I don't know. I didn't want to know. I didn't know what's going on. My mucus ball. Ball. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, I'm so glad me and Joe want to adopt. We're just going to get one when it's already popped out the oven and it's all cooked and we don't have to deal with mucus balls. But I'm really pleased for Holly. Yeah, same. So, so I don't know what that means for the pregnancy. I don't know how how I, she's due next week. I don't know whether that's good or bad. The mucus ball exiting the vagina. I'm not sure. Wow! <laughs> but um, it's yeah. now turned into like a gay pregnancy podcast. This is this is real groundbreaking, <laughs> ground groundbreaking stuff. Listen, I'm in the garden tonight. So right. um, if you get any like ducks flying over, what time is it? It's night time. Yeah, we should be we should be queuing a big massive flock of ducks that fly from the reservoir opposite the house over the house soon. So you might get some nature sounds tonight, right? Is this now like a David Attenborough podcast? Yeah. We're waiting, we waiting me, for I'm the sat ducks. under my hanging basket. I've just popped a little thing on the close friends. For all the listeners that are on our close friends on Instagram, just send us a DM if you want to be on there. We've got yes. some really, really exciting stuff and it will be teased through there before before anywhere really, won't it? Oh, yeah. You're the first to know. First to know. Now, listen. Something happened to me this week. Major, major. Right. Should I brace myself? So, you know me gorgeous hammock that I love? Yeah, the broken one. Have I told the people on here that I broke it? Yeah. Oh, I was about to tell them that story. Was that last week? <laughs> that was last week. You you were <laughs> in the zone last week. You were, like, fucked from banging your head. Honestly, I wasn't in the zone last week. But the okay, since this, since this, I, I've got another crystal. Right, I've got two round Have my you neck. Yep, I've got a turquoise crystal now. Right, so I've got my turquoise and I've got my quartz and I've got a new chain. Since you said it was on a fucking piece of string. Um, oh no, I didn't mean that derogatory. I know, but it hurt the <laughs> crystal. Make... It mean it was. <laughs> I don't think the crystal liked it because obviously when the crystal wasn't on me then I got attacked by the hammock. Right, um, right. But anyway, the turquoise is with me and this this is super zen now. Like, right. I feel, I'm starting to feel at one with myself. Oh my God, in what way? Have you felt like this before? I've never felt, I feel a real clarity. I feel like, okay, this week there's been shit happening. The UK has officially gone into the biggest recession. Yeah. We are disgustingly filming migrants coming over here. What is that about? What Uh, is that about, sis? Why are we doing this? This is like... Do you know what? Like, these, these people are fleeing their country because it's dangerous to live there. They are, like, getting killed. Yeah. And they're risking their lives for their children for a better life. Like, I don't know what mother wouldn't do that, or father. And you know what? No one batters an eyelid when Bojo says, oh, anyone who wants to come from Hong Kong can come from Hong Kong. Yeah, we're seeing some rubber dinghies pull up on Kent and they all think that they're coming here for £37.50 a week sponging off us. If you want to look who's sponging off us, we need to be looking at the people in charge, honey. The people oh, that yeah. are trifling the money. Is that the right word? Or have I got food well, hard on the in, brain? Harding the money. No, siphoning it off. Oh. Cummings and his friends and they've... They, 
uh, there's a whole thing, shebang gone on, where they've set up a fake company and been paid £150 million or something for PPE that never turned up. Basically our money. Basically two years' worth of migrants' money. People aren't kicking right. off about that. The same people kicking off about these little poor rubber dinghies pulling up in Kent are the same people that would chant, chant No Lives Matter. Oh, all yeah. lives it's matter, just, don't matter yeah. no more, do they? While that, while that, all of a sudden want want to kick off. Yeah, India Willoughby, she, she's she, a crank. She's a crank. She, yeah. as a trans woman, has a great platform. I to, hate that. To, to, she is. Go on. No, go say it. Say it, sis. She pisses me off, right? She, what she's had more opportunities as a trans lady than many, many most trans people, and she's been a dick, a massive fucking dick. Popping off, she started when she popped off at Drag Queens. I feel like people want to be the Katie Hopkins of whatever world they're in. Same as yeah. Dan Wotton. We need to get one of these dinghies, pop Dan Wotton on it, India Willoughby. <laughs> we might as well throw Holly and Phil on there because I've gone off them as well. Tory wow, enablers. Really? Can't be dealing with it. <laughs> pop Ellen, not Ellen. Yeah, pop Ellen on the dinghy yeah. and we'll send that out to CA. And we'll see how quickly yeah. they get fucking rescued. <laughs> but I don't want today to be a bad bad news day. It's been a bad news week. And I think, you know what, if this world, this UK, sorry, going into recession, we really need to realise that we, we shouldn't be looking. We're not looking at the people who are losing money. We should be looking at the people that are making money during this time. And yeah. honestly, I... I've never been a very political person and I've never used my platform politically more so than in the last six months. I don't class Black Lives Matter or Trans Lives Matter as a political issue. It's a humanitarian one. And if you're not yeah. on my page, if you're not on our page with that, then get in the fucking bin with India and a lot of them that we're sending out on this fucking <laughs> virtual dinghy. Yeah, yeah. But now I am starting to think, you know what? People need to better educate themselves and think about what we're voting for when we vote. And I urge any of our young listeners, I'm not telling you where to vote or where to put your vote, but to do some reading and further education. And the worst place you can get that further education and further reading is your parents. Right? Yeah. Now, I say absolutely. this with all due respect because actually my mum and dad are very lefty, uh, left-wing lefties. Do you know what I mean? A, a bit, a bit yeah. nutter. A bit nutter left-wing lefties, to be true. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's fine. And, you know, I've got people on the other side of the family that are very right-wing. And I just think you need to make your own mind up and not live off what, what your folks tell you. I also think as well, I never voted until I was the age of 26. Which until I am you now. met I my boyfriend, voted. really? I, I was never into <laughs> politics. I didn't care. I was like, not into it, not interested, don't give a shit. But it is quite important. Now, we are not a political podcast, but well, we do are. cast your votes. We are political. I mean, we're called the Gossip Gays. Just the very act of being queer in today's society is actually political. Well, you've got a point. We have. I have. Thank you, baby. And listen, I've had fucking hate this week. I We were supposed to record the show yesterday and I just was not in the frame of mind, right? I like to say that... Things don't bother me. I've got a really thick skin. But you know me more than anyone. And you know what? Things do bother me. Yeah. Because I'm only human. Like, they bother anyone. Now, I'm not trying to, you know, play a violin for myself here. I understand, you know, with any any platform, little or big, 
you're putting yourself out there you've got to be open to criticism but when things are just outright nasty for no reason it's a bit like you don't know me you don't know the week I'm having you don't know who I am or what I'm dealing with but why do you feel the need to go onto a picture of me of my art that I've created on my own body and try and bring me down what is that mentality what is the behavior behind the behavior see i i am i've never been that sort of person where i would post nasty comments online i think i think it's i've not very very childish and weird i find it where i i have to think of that and think where does that come from is that an inner hatred is that some kind of anxiety i'm not trying to make excuses for trolls but what is it? We're all screaming one week, be kind, be kind, because one of our beloved stars has unfortunately taken their own life. And then the next week, bringing people down. People need to just be nice, innit? Like, what is the, like, what is the big issue? Like, <laughs> I, don't under, I don't understand. I don't understand yeah. the hate. And I don't let understand me, people's mentality of doing it. Let me tell you. Listen, I've had loads of hate for some reason on this one specific picture on my Facebook page. And I hate Facebook. This is why I fucking hate Facebook. I also think hate attracts hate. So when somebody sees someone else doing it, they think they can jump on it as well. I think that's where it's got to as well. Because it was one comment and then another, then another, then yeah. another. Well, listen it? to this. Listen to this. This is from Valerio de Jesus. Shout out to Jesus there. Um, he just commented, Ew put ew what he put you <laughs> you chirped in actually i've just realized go check yourself before you start saying ew to other people let me like that and then he put ew and i just put really disappointing comment from a fellow member of the queer community i mean it wasn't even a funny read relevant nor did it have any grammar a quick flick through your profile shows that you're not afraid to stand out from the crowd wearing some of what i suppose you call fashion I just hope next time you decide to leave the house dressed as flamboyant and fabulous as you do, you're not treated by strangers with the same attitude you're treating me. Whatever inner anger you're dealing with, I'm not your personal punch bag, honey. You should be nicer to strangers on the internet instead of trying to bring them down. You don't know me, anything about my life or what is going on in my personal life. You don't know how comments like that affect me, the person behind the picture. Remember when you posted about being kind? Well, maybe now's the time to remind yourself. Sending you love and positive energy, sis. Wow. Well, I think that was a perfect response to it. And let me just pick up something that you said there when you said that this person is part of our community. Like, what is that about? Yeah, I just can't... I'm like, what do these people want? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What do they... <laughs> why, why are they commenting? Why? What do they want? Attention. They want attention. attention. They, want, they want to feel fab because... Because they've got not going on at home. I don't know. They, they don't have a life. I, I find these people who comment nasty things on other people's stuff are sat at home, maybe a little bit lonely, maybe a little bit sad, maybe a little bit jealous of what they're seeing other people do. Or I don't know. I know that I've been... Never commented on anybody's anything, but being sat there bored, alone in bed at night and seeing people like living the best lives and being a little bit jealous of being like, oh, why am I not out on a Saturday night? Or why am I not doing this? Or why am I not doing that? I would never go to the next level of commenting hate because it's not my fault that I'm jealous that they're on a night out and I'm sat in. But it's that sort of similar feeling, I think. Do you understand what I mean? They're a little bit jealous that you can be who you want to be and live how you want to live and they can't, so they want to put you down. 
Maybe it's a bit. Yeah, that, I mean, I'm getting messages like the world is getting weirder by the day. Me posting my own content on my own channel is not affecting anyone else's life. No. And people need to realise what doesn't affect you doesn't concern you. Okay. <laughs> so why are people bothered? Like, fuck off. Oh my god. Well, Take your face for a shit and fuck off. <laughs> Very graphic there. I hope no one's listening on loudspeaker or anything. Or got us on the radio in work. Apologies if you do. Yeah. Uh, but listen, we've got a jam-packed show today. And I'm, I've just finished a coffee, which is hitting me now like it's been injected <gasps> intravenously. Right. So we should crack on with this show because it's jam-packed, girl. Can we try that one time? Coffee intravenous. <laughs> yeah. It's not a thing. We'd, we'd die, would we not? The Gossip Gaze. Guess who's back in the house? I can't, why do I always... That is like a little trigger memory in my mind that I always want to do that rap when we do this section. So... I'm literally like a broken record. This is review of the week. Now, this is where you guys leave reviews on our Apple podcast page. Uh, give us an accent and we'll try and read the review out in your accent. Now, this one is from sean craig who lives in nottinghamshire and in brackets it says near charity shop sue we all know charity shop sue don't we god i love charity shop sue we should try and get her on here she'd be fab i'd love to get her on the show at some point Um, Shall we message her this week Shall we just do it and see what she says worst she can say is there's no in it yeah right sue to (laughs) manager i absolutely love listening to these guys oh that was shit They have me in fits of laughter. I think they're such amazing guys. They give great advice with my listeners' letter. I think Danny is one of the funniest guys ever. Sorry, Billy. (laughs) 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 He just shaded me on the actual fucking comment. I'm not going to read anymore. Sean Craig. Oh, carry on. What a bitch. Um, (laughs) Right, he said... He didn't shade you, girl. They're like Pringles. Once you stop, once you pop, you can't stop. Ooh. Anyway, that's the review. Thanks. Oh, you could have read the last line. Dramatic much. Thank you, Honey Bunny. I am honestly one of the most funniest people you'll ever meet. Well, that was awkward, Crickets. <laughs> Don't forget, guys, if you want to leave us a review and you want us to read it out, you can do so on our Facebook page, which is at... Gossip Gaze Pod, I think. Well remembered. Yes, Yes, it is. And you can also leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Drop us a five stars and tell us where you're from and we will attempt your accent. Can you do it on Spotify? I don't know. No, you you can't. You can't. Oh, what a shame. Cause I was in the middle of doing my presenter talk then, though, by the way. Girl. Oh, I mean, sorry. I know I'm the worst for... Inter- oh, don't, inter- don't apologise. I'm the worst for interrupting. It's my world and everyone else lives in it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, God, yeah. Anyway, fucking leave us a review wherever you want. Write it in dog shit on the park wall if you want. Just send us a picture. <laughs> <laughs> the Gossip Gaze. Okay, girl, so I've been dying to talk about this all show it has been it's been so hot this week hasn't it oh uh, i'm sat right in my bedroom right now we, we are recording quite late because we thought it's too hot to record in the day and i'm dripping like i'm at bloody basement sauna sat in the <laughs> i mean i'm like i'm sticky 
Honest to God, I'm just so glad I've got a hairy bum in this weather because you know what? There's nowt worse than when you've just waxed your bum is that and it's hot like this. And you, you get all that funnel run down your back and yeah, into your it, crack. It scares me. Like, I sometimes, like, jump like there's a mouse or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, what's that? And then, a then, mouse? Yeah, I'm sweating. Like, sweat. <laughs> Spider, maybe, but a mouse. Until there's a rat-sized <laughs> drop. Uh, listen, I want to talk about getting a tan. Well, now I've been know. back on the sunbeds, speaking of. Because you're jealous of me, Tan. It's because I've got now, a new fella. Oh, I didn't think you were mentioning him yet on the show. Fucking hell, drop that clanger. Oh, no, it's I a curse now. Every time, you've, every time you mention a man, you know what happens. They dump me the next week. They dump you the next week. <laughs> I don't think Go he's going to dump you, though, this one. I think he's a real hardcore fan of the show, isn't he? Um, if you're listening, Morgan... I, I, I think he's a hardcore <laughs> fan of me, actually. I'm joking. I'm just. I'm literally just joking. I'm hoping that he might listen to this and he might have just cringed a bit because I like making people do that. Yeah. I'm joking. Um, but you are tanning because you've got a new man and you're jealous of my tan. Be real. That is the fact, yeah. Now, I've been in the garden this week. People are working from home. My garden's quite secluded. Listen. I've got something to tell you. I'm just going to have to spit it out. I don't know why I'm trying to be all coy. I've been sunbathing, Balako. <gasps> no. Now. Yes. Full Not out. even one of those, like, Bobby Norris little things to cover your willy, do you know what I mean? Cock sock. <laughs> yeah, like a little oh, sock no. on your cock. No, like it's like a knitted condom. They're disgusting, them. Yeah, yeah. Disgusting. Uh, listen, when I went on holiday, you know I was on holiday a few weeks ago. Me mm-hmm. and Joe went to went to a nudist beach. Now, was this a male only or was it male no. female? No, it was a mixed nudist beach. There was like three sections of the beach. There was like you come down, and there was the first section where there was like two bars behind and like nice straw umbrellas that were like in the ground. You know, you couldn't move them. Right. And like you hired two sunbeds under each one, and then the rocks kind of came round like a little cove, but you could kind of go around the rock. And there was like another little beach, and then you go along again, and there was like another little, a little beach. Well, the furthest one was the gay one. Of course, of course. Push to the corners. Yeah. But when I say I felt liberated, everyone needs to try this at some point in their lives. I've not done it yet and I really want to try it. Honestly, I mean, I wouldn't recommend taking your nan and I wouldn't recommend going with your family. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My biggest question, my biggest fear was what if I see someone I fancy and I get a bit of a lob on? I always worry about that. Now, did you see anybody you fancied? Loads. What happened? Did you just control it? Was like, did the penis know it couldn't be erect or what? I got, I got, I got excited in the sea. Should we did say? you have to bury it in the sand? <laughs> bury it in the sand. <laughs> I'd have been digging for hours. <laughs> um, I'm joking. I, I, I wouldn't go in the sand. Do you know what I mean? It wouldn't leave a pinprick in the sand. Let's be real. I got a little excited in the sea. Right, but um, it was controllable. The water was cold. It went, it went, it went as quick as it came, if you will. Right. But, yeah. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm telling you this because, well, actually, side note: Did I tell you that's how I got the cut on my leg while I was away? No. People know. Listen, people. You, if you listen to this regular, you know I'm as I'm as clumsy as the next mother f- beep. 
So I cut all my leg. Joe wanted to go hiking up this rock at the side of the thing. And a lot of people naked. go up there naked. It was meant to be like, oh, let's get a picture on the top of the rock with our bums out. It was going to be picture. great. A picture. I've got the pictures to prove it. Right. We got our, We walked up there naked. And on the way back down, I nearly fell off the rock into the ocean. <laughs> I was literally hanging onto the weeds for me dear life. I've slit all my hands, I slit all down my leg, a big gash on my leg. It's scarred. Could down. you have died? Honestly, yeah. I was poor. So you've got to imagine. Oh, someone's getting arrested in Manchester. Um, you've got to imagine it like this, right? It's a, it's calm. It's quiet. The people aren't. It's not a busy beach. They might right. have been yeah. sixty people across the beach. Now we're on the gay bit. Just behind us was two gorgeous, big, beautiful lesbians with big, giant knockers like you've never seen. Right? Yeah. To the right, there was a couple, I presume straight, possibly by a male and a female. And most other people around... (laughs) I don't know. Most other people around were gay. Now, it's not a sexual vibe. It's not. Okay, nice. Good. You were screaming on the rock. (laughs) On the rock. That right. was my scream on the rock. Yeah. People, I'm hanging off the rock for me dear life with the weeds. I've slit all my hands. I've oh got blood God. all on the top of me thigh from with the rock. I've got blood all down my leg. I'm dripping in blood. Blood. The, I come down, virgin. The, by this point, the lesbians have got their hands on the hip. They're waiting at the bottom of the rock to find out what's going on. Right. I emerge like Bigfoot from the bushes, covered <laughs> in blood, <laughs> like I've been savaged by a dog. Right, yeah. <laughs> These girls don't speak English. They're saying something in Spanish, Spanish, Spanish. I'm like, I'm okay, I'm okay. I get get back to my towel. I'm there. This girl comes running over. She's spraying something on me. Like, I I was very thankful. I didn't ask her. She had a a hamburger out over my leg. (laughs) I mean, I... I think the last time I was that close to a vagina, I was born. And she was spraying me with this stuff. Give her, she gave me a can of coke. It was drama, drama, drama. I was there on the beach for about an hour. The blood wouldn't stop, by the way. We had to apply a lot of pressure. This was, a, when I say a deep a gully. Deep. Right. It was that. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's how I got the scar on my leg. Now, anyway, Is that a long, scar for life, do you think? I think it could be on the, on the bottom of my leg, a scar for life, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm looking at it now. It's bright pink. Um... But this isn't why I wanted to, We've gone on tangents upon tangent. We've been chatting for 10 minutes and I've not even got to want to tell you. So listen, we went there a few times during the, the break and I loved it. I've never felt more liberated, not body conscious, because there was all different shapes and sizes of bodies, not the bodies that we constantly see on Instagram. Yeah. Real bodies on real people. I felt more conscious that I was clothed and sticking out than naked. Yeah. With me mag- with me maggot in the wind. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah. I got the bug for a brown bum. A what? I got the bug for a brown bum. Right, what does that mean? I like a tan bum. Right, I'm with you. I'm with you on now, this. Up until go on. Because I like I said, I've just been going on sunbeds again and I always used to wear underwear on the sunbeds. So I used to be like, I want to see the tan. But now yes. that like like now that my bum's tanned and like the front bit's tanned and even like my willy's gone a bit tanned, mm. I'm loving it. See? Changes see? your life. It changes your life. So now 
I like having a nice brown peachy bum. But yeah. since I've been home in the UK, silly Arcea has been thinking, well, we're in the UK. I don't need factor 50 and factor 30. Was I wrong? Was I wrong? I look like I've got one of them genetically modified giant tomatoes as an <laughs> <No>. arse. <laughs> Dimples and all. Right, yeah. So it's I led me to do a bit more research and find out in case anyone else in the UK, like me, likes to sunbathe in the nude. Now, if you like to sunbathe in the nude, I want you to let me know and get involved. We'll do a poll. We'll do a poll this week when the show's yeah. out and we'll see. Ooh, sunbathes in the nude, nude doesn't. But I've done some further research to find out what we can do if people get sunburnt genitals. Because obviously, lucky for me, mini beard, little t- tinky touch is okay. But okay, good. Now that would be painful. I, I've, I can't. I've, have you ever had sunburn on your shoulders where it's bright red? Imagine Ooh. that. On, imagine that on your mister. Exactly. Oh, no. Or a blister on your mister. Oh. <laughs> Not for me. Not for me. No. You don't want a, you know, a blister on your gash if you have you've got a vagina, do you? No, absolutely not. No. So listen, this is how you treat sunburned genitals, and this is from Dr. Sarah Walsh, a proper gynaecologist, by the way, not just some Spanish lesbian. On the right, beach. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, the key product here, guys, for any sunburn, especially on a private area, is aloe vera. Smells gorgeous, and that, and, can... and that, and I think a lot of people use aloe vera on every other part of the body as well when they've got sunburn. Yeah, you can get it boots, Holland and Barrett supermarkets, most wellness stores. Well, this doctor, right. she says, avoid putting anything perfumed or heavy with chemicals. Don't use oils or greasy heavy creams, as it really won't help matters. Right. Natural cooling creams are good. Moisturize uh, with these regularly, like aloe vera gels. Or Aveeno creams. Now, there's some other tips here. Avoid sex until you're healed up. Oh, of course. That's just Quite standard, obvious. Is it not? Don't wear tight clothing. Yeah. No. Stay no hydrated. Go, no briefs. Go, no budgie go, smugglers. No, go commando. Bollocko. Try and go commando. Don't wear jeans. I mean, denim rubbing on, up on that is not going to be nice. It's going to be like sandpaper. Yeah. And no one wants sandpaper on the cock. Now. Stay hydrated. You should always drink lots of water, especially if you've got any sunburn over your body. Now, here's a good one. Don't treat it with ice, but do use cold water. Why? Oh, because it could cause more burns? Yes, because a lot of people want to put ice over it or like frozen peas. We've all been there, haven't we? Yeah, get the the peas out. Get the peas out. I mean, I've never eaten a frozen pea in my life, but I've got a bag in my freezer. Yeah. Um. Yeah, ice can cause more burns, especially on fragile skin, and you don't want sunburn and ice burn what on your about, gash. What about, right, I don't know if this is going to be in there, but do you remember that? It was very popular in its time. I don't know if it's still around, but Magicool, basically <gasps> cool spray a in a can. Do you remember I had it? A can. I had a can. This it, it also works to treat sunburn now. Does it? I knew it I would. Had, I had Magicool. On this holiday, I kept it in the fridge. It's great, isn't it? It's like a breath of fresh air in a can. A mist. It's a mist, and I think it, I think it is slightly got summer in. Oh gosh, someone's driving a very very big car outside. Um, so yeah, they're my top tips. Listen, 
the main thing is here, and we've got to say this for health and safety, um, keep your genitals away from sunlight and sunbeds. Yeah. We don't Absolutely. condone using sunbeds either. There is a high cancer risk. I oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't use sunbeds. I know sunbeds we now. do. <laughs> yeah. We do, but don't you. Don't you don't do it. You. Yeah. Um, and listen, if you have been out in the sun this week um, and you think you've got really bad sunburn anywhere, I know we've made a little joke about the genitals here, but um, don't put off seeing a medical professional if you're in a lot of pain or if you're worried, especially if you're burnt on the genitals. Oh, I think the ducks are coming. Here they are. Oh, what a nice way to end, to end that little chat about sunburn cocks and fannies. <laughs> that was like a proper... This morning segment. The Gossip Gaze. Okay, do you know who Viola Davis is? Viola Davis? Is it a- American actress and producer. Oh, I was going to say Canada's Drag Race, but maybe that's somebody else's <laughs> take on it, I don't know. <laughs> She's won Emmy Awards, Academy Awards, Tony Awards. She was the first black actress to achieve a triple crown of acting. Woo! Time magazine's named her one of the most hundred influential people in the world. Still know who she is? Um, I'm just going to doodle her face. I know her face, Some, not her name. How to get away with murder. Does she play? Who does she play in that? The main woman. Annalise, Annalise Keaton. She yes. is amazing. I love her. She's, she's so I good. Knew. I knew you would when you knew it. I mean, she has done. She's done so much. You need to. You, a lot of people might know her from the help. Um, I think that's where she got one of her big mainstream breaks. Right. Uh, How to get away with murder is massive. Uh, she's got loads of upcoming television roles, uh, but that's not why I wanted to talk to you today. It was her birthday this week on the eleventh. Um, this week gone. She turned 55, and I follow her on Instagram, and I saw a really heartwarming little story about her. Okay, so are you going to share it now? I am. I was just I was just pausing there for conversation, since it is a podcast. <laughs> okay, am I supposed to speak? But I'll just Sorry, carry on. Realized. Yeah, no, I'll just carry on. Yeah. This is turning into the Gemma Collins podcast, yeah. isn't it, where she just sits there and talks on her own. Um Listen, it was her 55th birthday this week and she bought the former plantation where she was born. Oh, wow. Um, and she she shared this picture of, of a little shack and it said, uh, today on my 55th year of life, I own it. All of it. Um, and I just think it was a really powerful purchase. Um, she bought the Singleton Plantation, which is a former plantation in St. Matthews, South Carolina, which was where she was born. Um, and she put as well, attached to the image, uh, the above house is where I was born, 11th of August, 1965. It's the birthplace of my story. Today, on my 55th year of life, I own it, all of it. Um, and I've done a little bit of digging. When you mean she was She's, born there, so like her parents worked there or they were... Yeah. Right. So she's from... Her ancestors were slaves on the plantation. Right. Um, and she was born there. Now, I've done a little bit of digging to find out a little bit more about the story because I found it so inspiring. Um, and she spoke to... Um, was it the People's Magazine? I'm not sure. I'm not sure where this interview was, actually. Um, but it was in 2016... And she commented on the history 
of the plantation where she was from. And she said, um, I wasn't on it long because I was the fifth child. So we moved soon after I was born. I mean, I went back to visit briefly, but still not aware of the history. I think I read uh, one slave narrative of someone who was on that plantation, which was horrific. 160 acres of land. My grandfather was a sheercropper. Most of my uncles and cousins, uh, they're farmers. That's the choice that they had. My grandmother's house was a one-room shack. I have a picture of it on my phone because I think it's a beautiful picture. Um, despite the poor living conditions, she goes on to say um, a family still found joy living there. There was no running water, no bathroom, just an outhouse. Uh, but my mum always said that the day I was born, all of my aunts and uncles were in the house and everyone was drinking and laughing and having fun. She said she ate sardine, mustard, onion, tomato sandwich after she was born. And Viola says she just loves that story. It's a great story to me. It's a great story of celebration in the midst of what you would feel is a decimated environment. But you could see the joy of the life that can come out of that because it's not always about the things you know. She thought it was a really nice little story. That is such a beautiful little story. Like it's somebody... I don't know. Somebody coming from nothing, yeah, making and then, something of herself, and then and then taking that back and owning where taking that back, where people yeah. were slaves from her ancestors. It's it's like it comes full circle, if you will. Do you know what I mean? And I think you you know you can apply that message to so many different aspects of life. I'm not saying any of us are going to go out and and own you know the place we were born, or especially when it's in her circumstances steeped in such a horrific history. But there is that certain sense of how can I better myself? Yeah. How can I achieve what I want to achieve and take that to the next level and have that feeling and that that higher higher power, higher feeling? Wow. Does that make sense? That crystal's kicking in. So I just think. That's quite a little inspirational story, and I think they're the things that we need to be reading, not stuff on fucking Boris Johnson and whoever else. So I wanted to share it with you. That's beautiful, thank you. I enjoyed that. Ah, babe. The gossip gaze. Ow! Oh my god. Oh, do you know what? I've sorry. I've put my um. Let me just put this glass inside. I'm really sorry, my darling. I've put all my plants out today in the sun. Right. And I put my cactuses out and I've just bloody spiked myself on a cactus. Oh, it is. Do you know, they hurt more <sighs> than what you think. Don't touch a cactus. Kill. They hurt. Look, this is like, we should just be calling ourselves the the Get the Gelf and Safety podcast. Uh, yeah, don't go on sunbeds. Don't be pricking <laughs> don't go yourselves. Don't on sunbeds. Yeah. If you burn your cock, put aloe vera on it. Yeah. And don't go naked hiking up cliffs. But listen... This is the advice section of the show, and we've got a corker of a letter here. Here we go then. Hit me with it. Corker of a listener's letter here. It reads like this. Hello, Billy and Danny. Hello. Hello. Uh, I've been debating sending you this out of fear of sounding like a complete dick on the show, but after binging the last few episodes and after having a few glasses of Pinot tonight, um, I've decided it's definitely worthy of a letter. So... My housemate is amazing, like so amazing. I'm gay, he's gay, we like the same things, we go to the same places for drinks. If we weren't so close as friends, I could see me fancying him and us being a great couple. Oh, God. (laughs) I mean, we're even the same size in clothes and shoes. This is where my problem lies. I earn a bit more money than him. 
and I like a weekly ASOS shop. So, naturally, I have a lot more clothes than him, and he borrows my stuff all the time. That's fine, and I don't mind him borrowing stuff, but lately, things have been going missing. My brand new Balenciagas have a big scuff on them. Now, I know I just need to pluck the courage up and say something, but I have a feeling he's actually been stealing stuff too. (laughs) I don't know, but I feel like he has. I don't know how many pinos this person's had. (laughs) Hang on. I don't know, but I feel like he has. And my tag watch is missing. And it's a watch I've seen on the picture. Oh, And it's a watch I've seen on a picture of him on one of our mutual friend's Instagrams. It was a while ago, and I've actually had it in my drawer since then. But now it's gone again. I also don't want to believe he is stealing from me. But yeah, how do I go about saying something without sounding like a complete dick? So. Wow. There isn't even a name at the end of this. He's... He's assuming that his flatmate is stealing his stuff and clothes and watches and shoes and then putting them back well no i i get the impression he borrows his clothes and that's fine right yeah but then things aren't getting put back right and so he's things not, are going missing missing and he's not asking that's what i'm getting from this no yeah this is what the problem yeah so he borrow he lets his friend borrow his stuff some things aren't coming back. Well, first off, why aren't you keep keeping an exact tag? <laughs> Excuse the pun. Uh, or a tab, sorry. On yeah. what you're actually lending out. And second of all, have you got more money than cents? Like, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> if I had a pair of Balen- my brand new Balenciagas, I'm presuming that's a shoe. Oh, they're expensive trainers, I believe. If he's talking about his Balenciaga uh. trainers, yeah. Name drop. Let me just pick that up off the wall. If, <laughs> if, you know, if I had these expensive shoes, I wouldn't be letting somebody wear them. So I'm thinking, does this person fancy this person? Maybe this person wants to be this person. No, I'm saying, does the, does the person who's written this listener's letter, do they fancy the friend? Because he's put, we're so close, I could see me fancying him. Maybe he does fancy him, maybe he's projecting there. Yeah, he's fantasizing And this is that. why you are letting this person get away with this stuff. I mean, I I don't know. I don't want to draw dots that aren't there. But I think if you're in a position where you fancy someone, you do let them walk over you a little bit sometimes. Oh, yeah, you let them get away with murder because you think, like, oh, you don't want to come across as your dick because you fancy them. You want to get them in the boudoir. Now, but have you ever lived with anybody? Because I've only yeah. ever known you living with Joe. Yeah, I lived with friends in uni. I had three different houses with them, and it was hell on earth. But I love them all, but it was hell on earth. Did they ever steal slash lend your stuff? Never. Never in a million years would any of my friends steal from me. First of all. Yeah. Second of all, no one would borrow something without telling me. Right. Because that's stealing. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, I just think you need to set the boundaries here. I just think you literally need to be like, look, I know I've said you can lend this or, you know, I know you lend stuff and that's fine, but I actually can't find some of my stuff. Now, I'm not saying you've got it, but I need to start keeping a check on things because it's a bit silly now. 
Yeah, you and just be that. Just be, play it down. Play this down. You don't want to go in guns blazing saying, "Have you stole my watch?" And then you pull out your bed and it's behind the, the headboard or whatever. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing worse than blaming somebody when they've not done it. But yeah, who else is who else is taking stuff? But don't you find within your house a lot of stuff just goes missing on the regular, like socks or like a lot of stuff just goes missing. I find. I mean, socks, yeah. Socks is... There's some kind of weird parallel universe where the people, you know, trade in socks, do you know what I mean? And come come to this universe and steal just one. There is summer going on in the world because everyone I know has got a drawer full of odd socks. Oh, absolutely. I don't know what goes on with the socks, but not shoes. Not not expensive trainers and watches and And not a watch. Now, that's making me think as well. If you've got more money than your friend and that's something you've been so blasé and putting in this letter is he trying to keep up with you and maybe it's tempted him to i don't know i don't want to put more paranoia in someone's mind when it might not actually be the case hmm. i think what you need to do is work on facts not feelings Ooh, facts not feelings yeah i know write yeah. that down i'll say that again yeah i think they need to work on facts not feelings the facts are he's borrowing your stuff you're not happy about it so you need to just lay some ground rules softly and politely as possible. At the end of the day, it's your stuff. And at the end of the day, if you said to me, look, Dan, X, Y, Z, I'd be like, right, all right. I think, though, maybe maybe they've got that some sort of, they're in that some sort of connection where, because he has been lending stuff, he may have said in a passing comment, oh, yeah, just take what you want, like, it's fine, you don't even need to ask. Maybe he said that once or twice and he's not even realised that's what he said. And maybe yeah. the flatmate's gone, all right, then I'm just going to go in, I'm going to wear that watch, I'm going to wear these shoes, and taking the piss a little bit, but without realising that's what he's done. Do you understand yeah, I'm trying I mean? to think. Yeah, I'm trying to think as well, because you know what? Actually, I've, I know I've been there. You stayed at mine while I was away, and I was like, help yourself to anything. And I genuinely mean help yourself to anything. Yeah. And then I remember waking up one morning, and there's no coffee, and I'm like, for fuck's sake, there's no coffee. Yeah. But that's because in the moment, you're mad. Yeah. But I don't really care that you've taken the coffee. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you need to decipher whether you're, you're mad in the moment, and is this... Is these thoughts and feelings because you've just realised something's missing and it's an instant moment and it'll pass on? Or if you're thinking, no, this is actually something that's bugging me for a while. Mm-hmm. Now, he's put he's, he's been debating sending me this out of fear. So this is something that's playing on your mind. This isn't an instant thing. I'm saying, lay the laws down. Keep an eye on stuff. And if more things start going missing, yeah, put a lock on your room. Oh, yeah. Do you know when I was and a kid? Say, yeah, go on. All I ever wanted were one of those, do you know, locks with, like, the numbers, and it's like, the, <laughs> yeah. you, have to press, you have to press the cancel to begin with and then put the code in yeah. and twist it. All I ever wanted was a kid was one of them on my door. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they looked dead cool. Didn't you also want a door, like, where the top half opened and the bottom didn't so you could play McDonald's drive through? Me and my sister always played McDonald's drive through right? Because she was in the next bedroom, so I was second window. She was first <laughs> window. And we used to have, like, Britney headsets that were walkie-talkies, and she always had to make the orders. And then I had to be the one to make the orders and pass it to the car. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Listen, I think this is a quite an easy one for me tonight. To you. Facts, not feelings. 
facts not feelings go on your facts not your feelings and just lay the law down and take it from there this isn't something you're going to solve with one conversation i think a lot of people want to have a conversation and everything be wrapped up there and then and it's not like that you've got to sometimes play the long game do you know what i mean there's you've got it it's the road it's the journey it's i'm gonna say this now because my end goal is this but i'm gonna we're gonna do it this way so that we don't fall out yeah I'm with you. Get on there. Now, I think it's time for me to wrap up today's show because I never record over night time. Can you hear the rumble above my head? I can hear it. In the, I think I think a, a storm's <laughs> are brewing. A storm's I, brewing. I'm about to be pissed all over any minute and, I, and not in like an eagle Manchester fetish way. <laughs> so, She's not wearing Pichella a- tonight, girls. I'm not. I'm actually just sat in a kimono with just my crystals around my neck. So if you want to send us a letter, how can they do that, Billy? So they can do that on our socials, which is Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. It's at Gossip Days Pod. Or they can write to us via the emails. That is um, the Gossip Days Pod at gmail.com. Fabulous. Oh, my God. We've got some exciting stuff in the pipeline i know we keep saying it but we actually do coming up um hit us up on our close friends if you want to find out what is going on what's happening first and that's on our instagram so just drop us a dm and we'll add you to our close friends where you'll find out some stuff to some stuff to tickle your wickle (laughs) (laughs) the gossip gaze Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm-hmm. 